Howdy, y'all. Hey, guys. Found yourself in the dead spot. This is the dead spot. Yeah. I'm Ashley. I'm Garrett. And we already said what it is, so (laughs) you know. Okay. Oh, I actually titled it the same thing, so. All right. So, today, um, I don't want to say it's fun, necessarily, but a little bit of a lighter, kind of, mostly, uh, topic here. I'm just, I just found a few strange deaths for, uh, for us to go over here, about just a few, a few people who, uh, who died in strange ways, which is what strange deaths would mean. <laughs> so... Literally. All right. So first, we'll start with, uh, how do you say, Governor Morris. Governor Morris was an American statesman, a founding father of the United States, and signed his name to the Articles of Confederation and U.S. Constitution. He has also been called the penman of the Constitution and was a New York State senator from 1800 to 1803. Have you ever? I've never heard of this person. Okay. And remember when we went to Washington to see all the signatures? Mm-hmm. Can't say I picked his out. Um, well, there was also a million people, so we didn't get to really look too closely at the Constitution. Also, it's faded away and you can't see shit anymore. But I've also literally never heard of this person. Well, let me tell you how he died. Um, Morris died on November 6, 1816, after he used a piece of whalebone as in the bone of a whale, like the animal, mm-hmm. in an attempt to clear a blockage in his urinary tract. What? Which resulted in internal injury and infection. But, like, why would you do that? Just in case you didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> a whale bone. What did this whale bone look like? In the pee hole. I mean, they didn't have an exact photo of it, but... Was it, like, a wishbone type... Um, from was it what just I like straight? It was from like the teeth of like um, oh. what do you call like one of those whales that eat the fish, like kind of something like that. So obviously thin enough for him to insert into his pee hole. Why wouldn't he just go to a doctor? Because it's eighteen, uh, no, eighteen sixteen, and they don't have doctors. Not even shit. like a healer. They did shit different last time, or back then. You know, they probably would just gave him a tea. They probably would have chill out. Put leeches on it or something instead. I mean, it sounds better than sticking something up your pee hole. Well, yeah, don't do that because then you get infection <laughs> and then you die like he did at his family estate, Morisania, and he's still buried at St. Anne's Church in the Bronx. The Bronx. Shout out the Bronx. <laughs> so that's that guy. That's. So don't stick things in your pee hole. I wish you would stop saying pee hole because I literally just keep envisioning someone sticking something. Well, because that's exactly what happened. But, like, how could you do that and not be, like, crying out in pain? Again, I don't have an exact account of what exactly happened, but... How did they find him? With, a th- with like, a bone in his, in his urinary tract? I'm not sure. Just dead on the floor? I'm not sure. He got infected, and as infections do, they kill you a little bit. Well, they definitely kill you in 18... What year did you say it was? 1806? 16. 1816? Yeah, you're dead. You get an infection, you're dead. They don't have penicillin. Mm-hmm. Well, a little more current than that one. 
in the 20th century, Stanton Walker. 20-year-old Walker and a couple of his friends were in attendance at an amateur baseball game in Morristown, Ohio, on October 25, 1902. One of his friends was keeping score and used a knife to sharpen his pencil. Because it's 1902 and they got to sharpen a pencil somehow. When he was done with the knife, he passed it to Walker so he could pass it on to the other fella. But before Walker could hand off the knife, a foul ball struck his hand and the knife was plunged into his chest right next to his heart. With obvious concern, his friends asked if he was hurt, to which he replied, Not much. Blood began to flow out heavily and he was dead within the next few minutes. So he gets stabbed in the chest. This is like a weird final destination death. Like, what are the chances that foul ball is going to hit him at that exact moment? He has that knife. And first of all, why are you pointing it right to your chest? Maybe he was holding the blade, as you do when being polite when you're handing off a sharp object like scissors. You know, you hold the bit, hold the blade, and the person takes the handle, so probably got it like this. You see what? Well, you people listening don't see it, but I'm pointing the handle towards Ashley here. And if you hit a ball at it, it's going to come back at you and stab you. But that's crazy. Well, I also don't know exactly where he was sitting or what kind of mustard the pitcher put on this ball. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how fast it was going. Must like, have been pretty fast. Like, literally, that's like Final Destination death. Yeah. So, if you're going to a baseball game, pay, Well, pay first attention. of all, you can't bring a knife well, yeah. <laughs> to a baseball game. And you don't need to sharpen any pencils Well, at that exact moment. They have scoreboards. They didn't have scoreboards in 1902? Uh, no, because it was 1902. Well, I don't know what they had. All right, so next we have Alexander of Greece. Have you ever heard? He sounds like a explorer. Well, this is Greece, the country, not the musical. There's no Danny Zuko out here. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alexander was king of Greece from June 1917 until his death on October 25th, 1920. A few weeks prior... He was walking the grounds of the Tatoi estate when he witnessed and intervened to break up a fight, but not the kind of fight you might think. A Barbary macaque attacked or was attacked by the king's German shepherd, Fritz. Either way, we got a dog fight and a monkey. Oh, wait, why did he have a monkey? Um, it belonged to somebody else who lived on the fucking thing or something. That lived on the property? Something like that. Because there were more monkeys. Alexander attempted to separate the two animals, and while doing so, a second monkey came out of nowhere and bit him on the leg and torso. Servants showed up and chased off the monkeys so they could clean and dress his wounds, but they did not cauterize them. So he just bled out. Well, it got infected because it wasn't cauterized, so it would stop the bleeding and seal the wound. So Mm -hmm. that's how the infection got in. Alexander, as most men might react to any sort of injury did not believe it to be serious, and brushed it off. Later that night, his wounds became infected. As a result, he had a high fever and sepsis. Blood infection? Yeah, that's not good. Had set in. The Greek government wouldn't allow his mother to re-enter the country as she was exiled to Switzerland. Alexander's grandmother and widow of King George I, Olga, was permitted to return to Athens, but after weather delays while sailing in, Alexander died 12 hours prior to her arrival. So, Aww, he died alone. So he got bit by a monkey and died while trying to break up a fight between a monkey and its dog. But wait, didn't they have, like, medicine then? It was, like, 1920. 
monkey monkey infection. Penicillin? Not for monkey bites. Infection? Not for monkey bites. Who is this doctor? I don't know. This seems a little suspicious. Well, that's all I got. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, um, we have Bobby Leach here. Bobby Leach was a stunt performer for the Barnum and Bailey Circus and was the second person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel in 1911 after Annie Taylor did it first in 1901. Bobby spent six months in the hospital recovering from his injuries while going over the falls, including two broken kneecaps and a fractured jaw. So he was all right. But 15 years later, while in New Zealand, he was on some type of media tour or something, it said. Uh, He injured his leg when he slipped on an orange peel. Not quite the classic banana peel gag, but the same idea. And and what happened? Did he, like, break his leg or something? Well, yeah, he injured his leg, and then it became infected. My God, with these infections. I know, that's the theme so far. And gangrene had set in. What's an infection will kill you. Yeah, especially if it's gangrene. I'm pretty sure that's what, like... Like, if you get stranded somewhere in the wilderness, that's what they always say. They're like, look out for infection, because that'll be your first death. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Leach died two months later due to complications from a botched amputation of that leg. So they tried to cut it off, and then something else happened, and there was complications, and and that's how he died. By slipping on an orange peel. So to summarize, he slipped on an orange peel, and then a whole bunch of shit happened after that, and then he died. So it caused... So he could survive going over the falls. In a barrel. In a barrel. But, but not an orange peel. survive slipping on an orange peel. Right. What the... Yeah. All right. Uh, Gary Hoy. Gary Hoy was a Canadian lawyer for the Holden Day Wilson... Did you say lawyer? Yes. For the Holden Day Wilson Law Firm in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. On July 9, 1993... While giving a tour of the Toronto Dominion Center, also known as TD Center. Have you heard? Like TD Bank? No. Okay. Um, He was showing the articling students, who are students studying to become a lawyer. Uh, He decided to demonstrate the strength of the glass window to show them that the window was unbreakable. Oh, no. For whatever reason. Oh, no. TD Center consists of five buildings in downtown Toronto, with each building standing 56 floors tall. I don't like this. Apparently, Hoy had done this several times before, bouncing back off the glass. Shock factor? Cheap laugh? I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. Well, I'm sure it's going exactly where you think it is. Uh, This time, Hoy had successfully demonstrated once again that the glass window was unbreakable. So, again, he ran at it and bounced right off of it to prove that the window does not break. And he's on the 56th floor? No. So, for whatever reason, once wasn't enough, so Gary went back for round two. Gary, no. This time, the force of his 160-pound body knocked the entire window out of the frame, and he, alongside the entire window, fell out of the building from the 24th floor. I knew it. While Gary Hoy unfortunately fell to his death, the window survived the impact, and just as he claimed, remained unbreakable. So the glass didn't break. It just popped out of the frame. So he was right. The glass didn't break. But he still died. But he he didn't die a liar. <laughs> well, thank God. Because, <laughs> you know, the glass was I all intact. I knew that was going to happen. First of all, why did you do that? I don't know. At least do it on the first floor. 
I guess. Well. A second floor max. Well, maybe now, but, well. This was 1993, okay? Yeah. You know what they say. What happens in 1993 stays in 1993. Until it's on the internet. Then it's forever. (laughs) Okay, um, you're probably not going to like this one. Oh, great. Because it's a little... Dark? No. Gross? Yeah. Disgusting? Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, Can't wait to have nightmares tonight. uh, Probably not nightmares. Well... I don't know, we'll see. Uh, Kenneth D. Pinion, a.k.a. Mr. Hands... Mr. Hands. Have you ever heard of Mr. Hands? Why is his nickname Mr. Hands? I hope you looked it up. Well, I, I mean, it was an alias, um, but I don't think he really... Was he handsy? With women? Not with women. Were his hands disgusting? Not with women. So he was handsy with men? Not with men. Not oh, with humans. No. Don't even say animals. Not with humans. I'm going to go throw up now. Anyways, Kenneth Pinion, a Boeing engineer and other unidentified men, filmed and distributed zoophilic pornography. Would you want to take a wild guess as to what zoophilic porn is? Do I have to guess? I mean, I'll tell you either way. I'm assuming it means having sex with animals. Right, and that's what we call bestiality. That's what we call... Disgusting. Pinion would participate in these acts under the alias Mr. Hands. I didn't really see a reason why his name is Mr. Hands, but... Probably because he's disgusting. Well, spoiler alert, he's dead now. Well, he probably deserved it. Well, probably. Uh, In King County, Washington, Sergeant John Urquhart of the Sheriff's Office said that men were having sex with a horse whose name was not publicly disclosed. Thank God. For for privacy Uh, reasons. (laughs) Um, okay, this isn't funny, but it was just funny the way you said that. On the property of James Michael Tate, Pinion Tate and a third unidentified man snuck into the barn on the farm that night, and to quote Sergeant Urquhart, on this particular night, it is my understanding that horse wasn't particularly receptive. So the horse wasn't in the mood. I don't think anyone would be. I mean, that horse is being raped, essentially. One of the men present called Action... Called action? And began recording James Michael Tate, one might say, receiving it from the horse. Ew. While the horse's actual name wasn't revealed, the men referred to this horse as Big Dick. Big Dick. You can't see my face, but (laughs) I'm disgusted. Because I don't know if you heard about horses, but... They have big dicks? You said it. Um, Is that really a thing? Never heard the phrase? No. Hung like a horse. He's got a big old dick. (laughs) I'm not sure if we're going to have to cut this part out or not. Once Tate was done doing what he was doing with old big dick, (laughs) he tagged in Kenneth Pinion, a.k.a. Mr. Hands, for his turn. Ew, I'm going to... I can't listen to this. While Mr. Hands was getting busy with big dick, Pinion sustained... Can Can you just call him, like, Big D? Well, that's the last time. So, while he was getting busy with Big D, Pinion sustained internal injuries, including a, pu- a perforated colon. Good. Because I'm not sure if you heard about the size of a horse's... D? Yeah. But, you know, it'll perforate your colon, apparently. Sheesh. Uh, one of Pinion's unidentified boys dropped him off at the Enumclaw Co- Community Hospital on July 2nd, 2005. 
The medical staff rushed 2005? 2005. Well, they were videotaping it. The medical staff rushed him into an exam room without noticing that he was already dead. The medical examiner's office determined that the 45-year-old man died of acute peritonitis, which is inflammation of the lining of the inner wall of the abdomen due to a perforated colon from getting fucked by a horse. Right? I feel very disturbed on many levels. You're right. I don't like this one. Uh, The death was ruled accidental. Accidental? As far as I'm concerned, there's nothing accidental about getting fucked by a horse. But I guess in a way it was accidental because he didn't mean to get his colon perforated. But it wasn't an accident that he was getting fucked by a horse. I feel really gross. Like, I don't like this. And... The video is on the internet somewhere. Well, we're not going to go look for it, and we're not posting it, so... I've seen some things in my day on that there internet, but I'm pretty sure I never... even. I'm pretty sure I didn't see that. Because I feel like that's something you wouldn't forget. First of all, if you even clicked on that to watch it, you know that's really fucked up. We've been around the two girls, one cup situation. Ew. That's not nearly the same thing. But it's along the same lines. Because it was 2005, so it was like one of the first kind of shock videos on the internet. You know what I mean? But, so that's Mr. Hands. Well, Mr. Hands got what he deserved. Yeah. From the unidentified horse for privacy reasons. Yeah, I hope he's doing well. Yeah, he's probably traumatized. Maybe. Maybe he's in a little horse therapy. What's horse therapy? Is that like where they just gallop around in circles? All right. Um, this one is an unknown man. In May of 2021, the body of a 39-year-old man was found inside the leg of a papier-mâché statue of a stegosaurus in Catalonia, Spain. How? Like, I was trying to find exactly how big this thing is, but it's, like, big. So, like, it looks like, well, you know how papier-mâché is made? So it's, like, hollow inside? Yeah. Um... Like, it showed a person standing next to it, and, like, it's t- the leg was taller than the person. So, say, the legs themselves were, like, six feet, maybe. Like, why are you going in there and getting stuck in there? I'll let you know. Okay. Local police hypothesized that the man may have crawled inside headfirst to retrieve his cell phone that somehow fell into it, I guess, and then got stuck inside. Firefighters had to cut the statue open to retrieve the man's body, which was discovered when a man and his son noticed a smell near the statue and was able to see his body through a crack in the statue. Police ruled the death as an accidental. Listen, if my phone falls somewhere, it's gone forever. Like, somewhere I can't reach. Or you just gotta smash that leg open yourself. I don't think you can... You probably could have just asked someone, you know, in the... Whoever runs... That statue. Yeah, it was like, looks like it looked like it was in a park or something like that. Maybe get one of those grabbers. Yeah, well, he, for, he left it at home that day, I guess. That must have been a terrible way to die. Probably like suffocated. Probably. I'm sure it was really hot. I'm sure that was not good. And I'm going to ask you this, but even though I know you haven't, uh, have you ever seen Ace Ventura when nature calls? No. Okay. I don't know why you say that. You know I haven't seen it. That's what I said. Because there's a why scene. Why just assume? Because there's a scene where he's stuck in the the back of like a fake rhino, and then he's like sweat. Oh, what's he doing? He's like 
surveilling somebody, and then he tries to escape because it's getting hot in there. He's overheating. And he tries to crawl out the butt of it, and like there's a little boy watching, and it's a whole thing. You just gotta go. You gotta see it. I mean, it came out like 25 years ago. Is this like the same thing that probably happened to this guy? That's what I thought about. Hmm. But yeah, I've never seen that. Okay. Which isn't surprising because I haven't seen a lot of movies. Yeah, I might just cut, cut that part out anyways. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last one I have here is Joseph Austin Smith. In January of 2023, Joseph Austin Smith, 30 years old, of Wichita, Kansas, was shot and killed in his friend's pickup truck during a hunting trip. Did they trespass on a crazy woodsman's property? No. No. Did they pick up a hitchhiker who turned on them? No. No. Did his friend kill him? His friend killed him, right? No. No. The shooting occurred around 9.40 a.m. on on January 25th, 2023. Smith was sitting in the front passenger seat of the truck. A rifle and other hunting gear was lying in the back seat. Along for the trip with the two of them was his friend's dog. The dog stood on the rifle, and the gun discharged into his back. First responders arrived within minutes, but were unable to save him. As far as I saw, no criminal charges were brought upon the dog. I don't think you could bring criminal charges against the dog. Maybe he's making friends well, with that horse. Why didn't he have the safety on? You're asking questions that I don't know. You don't have the answers? Maybe, maybe it was a hit job. And they hired the Maybe dog. Maybe the dog knew exactly what he was doing. Dogs are fucking smart, so... Listen. He's like, here, just paw at this trigger. This until whole it, episode is like weird Final Destination death. Until it goes bang. You know? I mean, or, I guess, but I don't think that happened. Or he just did it himself. It sounds it was, like an accident. It's like, this, this got fucking guy, don't give me no treats. <laughs> don't take me for walks. Yeah, well, it's his friend's dog. So, you don't take your friend's dogs for walks? No. When's the last time I did that? No, never. Yeah. Well, not never, but not lately, not often. So, but that's uh, that's all I got for this right now. But there's plenty more where that came from. That's so weird. And I'll try to eliminate any more horses, any more horse Fucking stories. How about no more people fucking animal stories? Oh, sure. I could, I guess I can do that. That's really disturbing. Yeah. Like, what did those animals ever do to you? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Right. Nothing. Nothing. So. If you had to pick a dumb way to die, what would it be? What the fuck? <laughs> Tell me. I don't know. What do you think is the dumbest way to die? <sighs> Something completely avoidable. Dumb way to die. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening again. Um, I keep forgetting to mention that we have social media tags. I only have a Twitter and a Instagram set up. I don't want to mess with that Facebook mess. Plus, it looks like Twitter might be going into the ground anyway, so. So follow us. So either way, either way, it's uh, Dead Spot Pod on Twitter and Instagram and deadspotpod at gmail.com. And 
we look forward to the next one. And we hope we hear from you again. <laughs> I don't fucking know these. Okay, bye. Okay, love you, bye.